Hello and welcome to another episode of the Unchained PlayStation Universe podcast. I'm your host today, Gary, because Ben is doing more important things, but he's still here. Yeah, Join I'm us. Trying... I've got like I've had like six months to do this, but I'm doing it last minute in the last few hours. So, yokai that's watch. That's the only way to do things. <laughs> yokai watch. Did you already do all the yokai watch stuff? No, they added new mounts with this one. Oh, snap. Why did you wait so long? Well, I finished it on one character. I'm finishing on another character. Well, there's a lot of jobs there, Ben. Are you doing it for all the jobs? I've done it for... I I don't have to do all the jobs on this character because I did the first one, so... Mm. But, yes, the other character, I did 17 weapons, and this character, I need to do four weapons and four minions. The other character did 17 Mm. weapons, 17 minions, and this one's four weapons and four minions. It's a lot of work, man. I couldn't do it. It's You're a master. Drop rate, so. And you need thirty percent is good. Yeah. I wish Doken gave me thirty percent drop rate. You need forty. <laughs> you need forty of each medal. Well, you need forty of the medals altogether. Sounds like a like a grindy thing. It is. But you're well, here. Help. Twelve hours. <laughs> you can do it. How have you been, other than that, Ben? Not bad, thank you. I I I feel dirty, but I downloaded Fortnite on my PS5 to try out. Why does that make you feel dirty? Because it's Fortnite. But it's <laughs> the most important game of this generation. <laughs> you know what, though? I wouldn't call it the most important game of this generation, but I would rank it as one of the most important games. I really would. I, I, I people... would put it so well for it as game of the generation, personally. Really? Yeah, like I don't play it, I don't care for it, but seeing what it's done, yeah, um, you can't really deny what is it. It's literally created its own genre. It's that everybody is now copying. Every single multiplayer game has yeah. to have a battle royal now. Um, the amount of events that it does that are static. You can watch a movie. They showcase concerts from actual musicians in this game. Yeah. Um, they've shown the live-action movies in-game. Um, Which would the numerous, the that. Yeah, the, the numerous crossover events. Like, this is the only game you're going to be able to play as Kratos on an Xbox or a Nintendo Switch at this point. Um, think about this, you can f- have Kratos fight 4 already, thanks to <laughs> Fortnite. Which is why yeah. I downloaded it, Fortnite on my PS5, if I'm honest. Because <laughs> if you if you because I bought the Kratos skin, uh-huh. uh huh. If you load up at Kratos, the game and play one match as Kratos, you actually get mm-hmm. an exclusive PS5 skin. Awesome. So yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, so it's done the I'm, staggering I'm, I'm amount of things. But and what's incredible is um, if you buy what this is insane as well in my opinion. If you buy currency on Fortnite, which yeah, I had to do to buy Kratos. Uh, they gave uh, two months of Disney Plus as well. Wow. So I bought Kratos' skin for 15 quid, got two months of Disney Plus. So really, it was like five quid for the skin. So there you go. Fortnite. And now I can watch The Mandalorians one day, maybe. Yeah. And now we know Master Chief is coming to Fortnite. Um, rumor is Samus from. Metroid is also going to join the fray. 
Um, it's like a whole Soul Calibur thing going on, except everybody gets to play with them. So they've literally, like, at this point, I see Fortnite as the bridge, or as the bridge between all three systems. Yeah. <laughs> that everybody crosses over into. I mean, we have DC gate characters. We have Marvel characters. They had a huge Marvel event where you fought Galactus. Um, yeah. Which was a cool event, by the way. And I didn't get to do it because I was still updating, but I watched the event. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, so, so cool. the Joker so is to back, me, by the way. The Joker is, the Joker is back, yes. So the things that they've done with that game is incredible. And the fact that they've been able to work out deals with these companies knowing yeah. that their competitors are also in their game really shows you how important that game is for a lot of people. Like, they're willing to put aside... Like, you'll never be able to get marvel in a game if they knew dc was in the game and vice versa you know it's completely different now they're they're willing to do it they're willing to go with it this is as close as marvel versus dc you're going to get in a video game right now yeah. so enjoy it like i said to me it's definitely the game of the generation easily it's just done too many amazing things to not be considered for that yeah. but alfonso's here too <laughs> hello, hello. Segway, how's it going, Alfonso? I am well. I finished Spider-Man Miles Morales, and I know I bashed on this game saying that I'm not going to play it. I'm not going to like it. I'm not going to like it. Personally, I love the original better story-wise, but graphically, this game is amazing. The, the cutscenes and the animation, yeah, that shit was giving me goosebumps. Obviously, yes, it has a cliffhanger, which I hate cliffhangers, but I'm so looking forward to the second part whenever that comes out. 2022. <laughs> and yeah, Gary, Ben, as you saw on Instagram and Twitter, y'all saw my controllers. Yeah, they were really cool. You're a traitor. How am I a traitor? I saw the Xbox controller. No, and I'm not controller way better than the DualSense. I'm not talking about the Xbox controller. I'm talking about the DualSense <laughs> controller. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Gary, I know exactly what you would make, but Ben, what would you make? And don't say Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I guess I'd go with God of War one, I think. I'm, yes. I'm so you can skin the whole controller. I didn't because I don't want to take away the two-tone the two -tone color. But they now have an option to skin the, 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 the face plates, the top and bottom one, yeah. as well put in the PS logo. And you can add like a, it's a, a, like a light strip that you could put around the, the main center. So when you turn it on, not only will it show the blue light, but it will actually reflect that panel to show all the colors. So I got a multi-color one. I skinned oh, the top. I skinned the center, but I haven't received them yet. So, yeah. That's been it. I want to get a sticker of Ben and Al Alvonso and put them oh on my, my controllers. <laughs> right on the touchpad. <laughs> that way, when Alvonso tells me he hates cats, I can just punch my controller. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> uh, but quickly, Alfonso, thoughts on uh, what we just talked about with Fortnite? I know you're not uh, a big fan either, but I'm not. But Kratos, oh my God, Kratos, 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 Kratos. 
I was tempted, like really tempted to download Fortnite to play with Kratos. But then I guess like this this is just a skin and I'm just gonna play in with a little bit and then that's it, never go back to it. So yeah. Um yeah, yeah I'm not getting it. I'm not downloading Fortnite. All but like I you said I forced Kratos to ride around on my little scooty. <laughs> <laughs> because I bought I I bought the Deadpool bundle when that was around. That was another skin. That that's mm-hmm. the skin I always use normally for any time I play. Um, and that bundle has Deadpool with a microwave, mm-hmm. and he's like a little scooter. So, but if you, it's I don't know if people notice this, but um, if you move, it makes the scooter disappear. But if you like tap the controller slowly, you know, like gently move, mm-hmm. you actually start moving on the scooter. So I had Kratos like driving around with like the Deadpool music in the background on Deadpool's little scooter. <laughs> nice. Uh, but like you like, said, Gary, I hate you, Chili. How dare you do that to Kratos? And my response is, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I I don't care for Fortnite, but it's a big game. If you can pull, if you get characters from Marvel, DC, and PlayStation, yeah, Fortnite is winning. I, I can't deny them for the success that they 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 have over the years. So, yeah. Alrighty, are you gonna get into it when they bring uh, Aoi in from Horizon? Oh my God! I... <laughs> <laughs> what about if they did that Fast and Furious crossover with the new? Oh game? my God! Oh, even better, dude. Vin Diesel's gonna be like the car and stuff is gonna be its own character skin. Oh my God! <laughs> Just for Alfonso. They'll call no. the Alfonso favorite. No. <laughs> Alfie package. <laughs> God, help me, please. Help me. Uh, all right. Well, let's move on to some other news then. Uh, a little game called Genshin Impact released two months ago. I've yeah. been thoroughly enjoying it. Ben enjoyed it, but he hasn't played recently, which makes I me need sad. To play some more. Yes, Alfonso doesn't care for the waifus and the husbandos, and that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that sick. <laughs> <laughs> but staggering numbers for Genshin Impact's release: the game and me and uh, uh guy, Mi Mihoyo. Is that how you pronounce their name? Mihoyo. Yes, we'll just go with that. Um, the developer have pulled in a staggering four hundred million dollars in two months. Oh wow! That's profit. Four hundred million dollars in profits in two months. For those who are suck at math, like I do, um, that's six million dollars a day. This game makes has made at least in the last two months. Six million dollars a day. I wish I had six million dollars a day. That'd be I, I nice. Don't <laughs> I don't know. What you don't know? So probably if I had $6 million a day, I'd just be sat on Twitch all day giving people money. Well, you're a better person than I am. <laughs> I don't need $6 million a day. I would be paying off debts and stuff for my family. Yeah, I, nice. I don't think you need, you'd have that many debts that you need $6 million, especially if it was that money times. I don't think you have that much debt. <laughs> Probably not. Just the one six million would be enough. But yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. The first Still. six million, I'd be like, ah, oh, I'll buy all the things I need, and then the next day, I'd be like, well, shit, 
to Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> to Twitch. Let's screw but... people over by that, by, the, by their tax returns when they get a million dollar donation. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, two months old, six million dollars a day, 400 million dollars in total profits in two months. Um, we talked about how they made all the money they spent on the game to make the game uh, up in about one week. They made up the money. Um, it's a free-to-play game. It's on PS4 and PS5 through backwards compatibility. Mobile and PC. Um, I, I have to believe a lot of these numbers are coming from the mobile side. Um, I don't know. But it's... There's whales on all versions. Like, um, I know Riss, I watch her on Tasty Peach Studios. I love her, but she spent so much money for the recent banner. I think she spent like $200. Her husband spent around $200. And then she gave away $300 worth of stuff to people on stream. So. Well, that's just a good person. <laughs> yeah. There are some whales but, out there on all platforms. Yeah, there's whales on every mobile game, but big numbers for them. Um, yeah. Through and through. Um, thoughts, Alfonso. Um, congrats to them. Like that's crazy. Six million a day. That <laughs> oh boy, the 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 like to hear that for free to play game is maddening. Especially knowing that it's free to play and you have triple A games out now and new consoles out right now and to see the effects that they have in only two months that that's huge that's huge and i i need to get into this game seriously i, I need to get into this game <laughs> and see why this game gives them six million dollars a day so it's crazy to really think about it like you look at it six million dollars a day but then you look at companies who are like oh we project to sell four million units of our game within mm -hmm. three months yeah. like Obviously, that's different units to, you know, daily profit from microtransactions. Uh -huh. But it's clearly an insane number compared to what they'll probably sell a video game at $50 yep. a piece. Well, got or $60. They're not even going to get those $50, $60 anyway. Yeah, that's true, because they have to pay for shipping. They have to pay for the store to stock their game physically. They have to pay Sony, what is it, 20%, 30%? Yeah, mm -hmm. Sony and Microsoft to have their game listed on their store. And then you so, split, depending on the company, you got to split with the publisher and developer. Mm -hmm. So, I think the the big thing to take away from this is this is the reason why we have so many microtransactions in games now because that's what makes the real money for them. <laughs> yeah, they make money on selling the game like Madden or FIFA, but the money is going to come from those microtransactions. Yeah. And that's exactly what we're seeing here. Like, they could have sold this game for $60 and still had everything in there. They could have easily made even more profit this way, but they chose to release it free because they knew how much money they're going to make through the microtransactions because they know the market. They've been in the mobile market for a long time, and this is their first console game. And to make it such a resounding success is insane to even think about personally 
Now, can we have cross save between PC and PS5, please? That would be nice. I would, I would hope one day that'll happen. <laughs> Some more bad news for Bioware, though. The company has been in dire straits lately, um, with Anthem essentially being a massive failure. They are essentially remaking that game now yeah, uh, as Anthem 2.0. Uh, we haven't really, yeah, we haven't seen anything on it yet. Um, just small bits of info of like, oh, this is going well. Just hold on. Um, but with that news, some more bad news came. Um, Casey Hudson and Mark Dara, uh, two veterans of Bioware who have been working on Anthem 2.0 and are currently working on the new Dragon Age, uh, have officially left the studio. That's two more head people have left Bioware. They've lost a lot of people in since the release of Mass Effect Andromeda, actually. Well, um, Casey's left before. Yeah, he came back specifically to work on Dragon Age, and now he's decided to leave again. Um, makes you wonder what's going on there. Um, obviously, they announced a new Dragon Age. We got a small teaser at the Game Awards last year. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But this signals some more trouble for Bioware, in my opinion. Um, they've gone through a lot of head members of the studio, and having somebody come back who was loved by the, the employees there came back to, to help build the studio back up after Andromeda and Anthem's failures, only to have him leave again. Uh, so who knows what's really going on behind the scenes there. It's kind of sad to, to really think how far... At least, in my opinion, Bioware has has fallen since their heyday. But people, are, nonetheless, are still excited for the next Dragon Age, which is supposed to have an appearance at the Game Awards this year, next week, the tenth of December. Well, okay, that'll be interesting. <laughs> I don't know who's in charge of it now. Uh, I feel like maybe he decided to leave simply because his job of writing the story giving them a direction was kind of finished and they already know what, what to go with. Um, so maybe he felt it was time to go again, but I, I, I have to wonder if EA has something to do with it as well. Because oh, yeah. they've, you know, it's, it's EA. You want to, it's easy to, to knock on EA because of their practices. Yeah. But yeah. in uh -huh. my opinion, EA has slowly once again started to turn things around. They said, Multiplayer will be in every single one of their games, and that didn't necessarily work out for them. As we know, Fallen Order didn't have multiplayer. It was a single-player Star Wars game, and it was a very good one from EA standpoint, at least. I mean, they had a fantastic developer behind it in Respawn Studios, but what what does this mean for Bioware now? Like... They were forced to put a multiplayer in Dragon Age. They were forced to put a multiplayer in Mass Effect 3 and Andromeda, which I know Ben loves the multiplayer in Mass Effect, and that's fine. They did no, a good Mass job Effect with it. Mass Effect 3 multiplayer was great. Mass Effect Andromeda mm. was not that good. <laughs> but, you know, the, Bioware wants to make story-driven games. I mean, Anthem was a full-on multiplayer game. Like You can't really enjoy Anthem by yourself. You had to do it in co-op to truly enjoy it. Um, and I, I feel like I, with I Anthem... The, I'll be honest, I don't think co-op was the big issue of Anthem. I feel like, for me, it was the engine they picked. The fact the that they were forced engine? to use Frostbrand, Frostbite, was just 
Yeah. It's not designed for RPGs in any way. They had to have a loading yeah. screen for the inventory screen because there's no loading screens. There's no inventory support in Frostbite. Yeah, so we'll see what happens, I guess, going forward with them. But I feel like they've lost their identity, um, especially with Atom. They definitely lost their identity with that game. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. And I feel like they want to go back to that. Uh, there's been rumors that, you know, we're going to get a remake or a remaster of Knights of the Old Republic. Um, that's very doubtful, <laughs> but it's still a possibility. But there is some good news. I mean, we're getting the Mass Effect trilogy remastered that's coming out next year. Um, haven't seen gameplay of it. I think we'll see some gameplay from the Game Awards for that. But that's coming. So that's also, a positive to look forward to. Talk about Fortnite, but it looks like there's also some Fortnite stuff at the Game Awards. Probably the Halo, to be honest. Because mm. Jeff, uh, Jeff Keighley teased the backpack alive in his <laughs> house. Backpack. But it's the backpack from the main character's story in Fortnite, because it does have a story. <laughs> <laughs> it does have a canon campaign. So. Wow. So yeah, um, thoughts on this, Ben? Uh, they, they lost me when they removed multiplayer, and the fact that he, he, the story's already written and they've already started development means to me that he, his job's just done now. He, there's no reason, to, there's no reason to keep paying him for something he's just not going to be doing really. <laughs> but it's more of a leadership thing. Like Bioware has no leadership now; they're all just kind of doing what they can. Mm. At least that's where I'm seeing it coming from. So don't they have someone else in know. charge now? The two people who were in charge gone. <laughs> that's the two people they left. Oh, okay. oh well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I mean, I, I lost know. all my hype for anything Bioware with the lack of multiplayer in the Mass Effect remaster. So. Mm, Alfonso, thoughts? Yeah, no thoughts. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just sad that he called, he he's there, he left, he came back. Yeah, it, I don't know. Maybe it's something personal. Like it, maybe it's something personal between him and EA. Who nobody knows, but I I don't know. I don't know how Bioware could come back from this. Yeah, like you said, they been going downhill and they haven't really made a comeback yet so like we said we have to see what happens that did seem like a i i i checked his twitter because there was some drama involving but it did seem like there was some drama at, at the office thanks to uh we found this out because of um you know the voice actor for cullen yes yeah it seemed like there was some drama between the staff and some of the heads up so, yeah Alrighty. Well, with some people leaving, there's news of some people becoming more powerful. Neil Druckmann yes. of Vice uh, President of Naughty Dog has been promoted to President of Naughty Dog. Neil Druckmann, of course, the writer, producer, director of The Last of Us Part 1 and Part 2. Um, 
yes, now president, uh, along with two new vice presidents, both female vice presidents. So believe that. Kristen, uh, I'm sorry if I butcher her name, Geiring, who was previously the director of operations, is now co-director of programming for the studio. Um, Evan Wells, uh, Shelley's excitement with the news, congratulating all three individuals on their performances. I'm trying to find the third person. Uh, I can't find the name. I suck. Oh, okay, Evan Wells. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Da, 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 da. I can't find the third person. Oh, okay. Allison Mori and Kristen uh, Grywing are now two vice presidents of Naughty Dog. And Neil Druckmann is the president. Alfonso, you like Neil Druckmann, right? I love everything this man does. <laughs> are you excited that he now owns the studio, essentially? Or is co-owner of the studio? Or president? This, 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 this man is a genius. And he already makes good decisions based on the, the games that Naughty the Dog comes out with. And see him as president. I mean, yeah, he's not gonna really be behind the scenes as much because obviously he has he's running it now, but in his direction, I just think Naughty Dog will get even better. Even better, especially now knowing that we have females as vice president and you know their input will be taken accounted for. Yeah, Naughty Dog is gonna rise even more. Oh yeah. So here, uh Evan Wells is the current uh president of Naughty Dogs, so now um, Neil Druckmann is co-president with him, with Evan Wells, and Kristen Deering and, and Allison Mori uh, are vice presidents of Naughty Dog prior to becoming vice presidents. Allison served as the director of operations, and Kristen served as our co-director of programming. So, there, I found it. <laughs> yes, Neil has done amazing stuff. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. Last of Us is on another level when it comes to video games, in my opinion. I know Ben doesn't mm -hmm. care for it. I um, don't care at all. <laughs> but overall, with Naughty Dog's look, are you excited about this news? No. Ben? No, I'm not. Because of him? Yeah, I don't like the guy that much. So. <laughs> <laughs> on a personal, what did he do to you? <laughs> no, I, I, a lot of the products he's released, I'm not a big fan of. So, he might be a nice person, but I've not been a fan of many of the games he's released. So, and now the sadness kicks in. <laughs> okay, if you want to be that way, Ben, let's talk about some interesting news. Um, Sony's long-awaited Metal Gear Solid movie has gotten its first casting news. Woohoo! And actor Oscar Isaacs is now cast as the legendary Solid Snake. I'm excited for this. I don't know about you guys, but I am. I like Oscar Isaac. Alfonso. Mm -hmm. Your thoughts on Metal Gear Solid 
and Oscar Isaac being cast as Solid Snake. I was surprised seeing this piece of news. I also like him as an actor. I think he's very talented. And this 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 will be a different role for him. I mean, it's not it's not gonna be that different because he has done he's in that genre. He played characters from X Men and Star Wars and stuff like that. But um yeah, this is totally different because now there's like more of a video game adaption of a character and not in terms of comic books. So I'm curious to see how he plays it. I'm definitely looking forward to this though. I am. So for those who don't know, um Oscar Isaac played um Poe Damaran in the new Star Wars trilogy prequels. Um mm-hmm. He played Apocalypse in X Men Apocalypse, the movie, mm-hmm. yeah, which wasn't everybody's favorite, but he did what he could with with that role. Uh-huh. So he's also also for those who don't know, cast as Moon Knight for Marvel's Disney Plus series as well. Uh, so, oh yeah, <laughs> so stay tuned for that as well. Uh, but Ben, your thoughts on this casting choice. Um, what was he cast for again? Sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he. <laughs> god damn. Uh, he was cast as Poe in the Star Wars trilogy, um, the new Star Wars trilogy, the pilot um, that everybody cool. fell in love with. Uh, he's now. Yes, he's now cast as Moon Knight for Mar- Disney Plus's uh, Marvel TV series there. Um, let's see. He was also in uh, X-Men Apocalypse, where he played yeah. Apocalypse. What, what about the video game news? That's what I was talking about. I knew about what he's casted for. Yeah. He's cast as Solid Snake. Oh, Solid Snake. Oh, okay. <laughs> in That's the movie, Solid Snake. <laughs> Because <laughs> I I, I want to blank out the idea of a Metal Gear Solid movie so badly because I don't think it's going to go that well. God. You say Metal Gear Solid movie, I'm going into my second world. <laughs> because that movie is well, not long. Well, I have hopes for it because it's being directed and written by uh, the guy who created and wrote and directed Kong Skull Island. So I'm okay with that. The only way I'm going to be excited like for... Um, the movie is if when it comes out on Blu-ray, I can get a free car bo- life-size cardboard box of every collector's edition. Oh my god, Ben. You're horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and inside the collector's edition cardboard box has got to be a porn magazine. Oh, <sighs> that has like ben a hates- metal backing so I can stick it on a locker. Ben hates everything. I don't know why. Oh, it's all <laughs> references to video game. Remember in Metal Gear 2, you could open the lockers and occasionally there was naked ladies on the, on the wall, on the lockers? Yes, I remember that. They weren't naked, though. They were half-naked in bikinis. I mean, as naked as they could put in that rating. Yeah, in Metal Gear Solid 2, Snake even masturbates in the locker if you're still in there for too long. Oh my god. <laughs> Gary! <laughs> Gary! What? <laughs> 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 just saying that happens he even gets a call from Cal was like why are you breathing so heavy oh nothing don't worry about it 
Uh, oh, some more news of people leaving studios. Japan Studio has suffered a massive blow to the head of their development team. Uh, three members who have previously worked on titles such as The Last Guardian, the original director and creator of Silent Hill and Siren, and the creator and director of Gravity Rush have announced that they are all leaving the studio to create their own studio. Vulcan Game Studio is what it's called. Um, Kawichiro Toriyama, uh, Kazunobu Sato, and Junye Okura. Sorry for butchering all of those names, but they have all contributed heavily to the industry and from to some of the most known titles out there right now. But they all work for Japan Studio, and now they are leaving. Of course, the big rumor for the Game Awards right now is Silent Hill will be shown off there. Um, but now people are worried that that's not going to happen because the guy who supposedly is working on that remake, which is the original creator of Silent Hill, um, is no longer working on that game. I'm sorry, I said remake. It's probably a new title. I'm not going to say remake. Um, but of course, Silent Hill reboot, remake, remaster, whatever it is, hasn't been officially confirmed. Um, but now they're worried that the news is false, that there is no new Silent Hill because he is leaving. Um, thoughts oh, on or this? It be, or it could be that his part is done. I know this will sound uh, weird, but, yes. uh, you know, if he were there just to help make sure that the title stays um, stays very Silent Hill. I, I don't know how the word to say, but make sure it stays to its, its roots. It could mm -hmm. be that he was there to help with making sure the story and the graphics and all that lot uh, go in the right target, and then now that it's done, he's left. Uh, just could like be. how I'm going I'm to bring up Toriyama from Dragon Ball, because everyone's like, oh, look at this cool new Toriyama Dragon Ball series. But in reality, for Dragon Ball Super, all he did was write the start, the middle, and the end, and then gave him the <laughs> artwork. And he's like, everything else is up to you. Which wasn't yeah. a, the best idea in, in some cases. <laughs> I don't know, we got Ultra Instinct Roshi. I feel like everything else is success. Yeah, there you go. Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Studio Japan or Japan Studio has released some pretty amazing games. Um, they are also responsible for Astro's Playroom. Um, and Astro's Rescue Mission, which has taken the industry by storm in a way. Um, but yeah, that's three big, big members of this video leaving and starting their own studio. Um, Alfonso, mm -hmm. thoughts on this? That, hey, they, they want to find their own success. They want to start something new. That's great. I'm worried about Silent Hill. I want my Silent Hill game, okay? We didn't have a Silent Hill game with this, what, 2013? Is that right? It's been a while. I guess. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I love Resident Evil, and I love that we get into all these remakes and, and new adaptions to the series year after year. But I'm getting tired of Resident Evil. I've I seen enough Resident Evil. Give me my damn Silent Hill, okay? That's all I want. That's all I got to say. 
Well, you might not have to wait long to see it because the Game Awards are coming. It um, is. Ben, anything else to add to this bit of information? Uh, no, but I will be live streaming the Game Awards with my reaction over on Moogle Go Around Radio, twitch.tv says Moogle Go Around Radio this Thursday, or whenever it goes live, I think it's Thursday. Yes, Thursday, uh, December 10th. Um, quickly then, let's talk about the Game Awards really fast. Uh, there is a slew of presenters there that people don't quite understand why they're there. And obviously, this is going to be a digital event, so they don't actually have to pay them to fly out there to a stage. So it's probably a lot cheaper. Uh, but we have, yeah, you know, Jeff Keighley for flying me in for the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, was expected yeah. to be hosting best RPG, but you know, <laughs> I was up for best fighting game. But when I said One Punch Man and screamed loudly, they, he kicked me off that part. <laughs> But we have the likes of uh, Tom Holland, who plays Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We have Brie Larson, Captain Marvel herself, is also presenting Gal Gadot, who plays Wonder Woman. Um, Regis is going to be there, formal Nintendo, and now head of GameStop, for whatever reason. I don't understand. <laughs> Wait, what did you say his name was? Regis. I always thought his name was Reggie. They call him Reggie, but his real name is Regis. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's a lie. Your life is a lie. Yes, Ben. <laughs> um. Me. Yeah, okay. Fine. We'll refer to him as Reggie. Um. He's also presenting. Uh. Obviously, there's some talk about obviously the presenters and why these specific presenters are there. Um. I think some of them are pretty simple to understand. Uh, I think Tom Holland will be there to present, obviously, and probably give us the first glimpse of the Uncharted movie trailer. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you have Blue Larson, who, if people don't know, is actually kind of a big gamer. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what she's going to be there for, but she might also be revealing uh, Captain Marvel for the Marvel Avengers game because she, her character has been rumored in that game for a while, at least the Captain Marvel character. Well, I mean, considering the final boss of Captain of, of Avengers, kind of screams okay. Captain Marvel. <laughs> fact, fact. I mean, you also have Gal Gadot, who obviously Wonder Woman eighty four is coming out on in theaters in HBO Max on Christmas Day, December twenty fifth. And I but... hate you Americans because you can watch it on stream. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to oh. my murder fear during COVID. But some crazy rumors are suggesting that she might show off Wonder Woman in the Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League game. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I still think there's a lot more time before we see that game uh, since its reveal. But obviously we also have Troy Baker, Nolan North is going to be there. A lot of presenters. Um, yeah. And Gary's going to be there to present PlayStation Universe. <laughs> Um, well, what do you guys think? You think we'll see the Uncharted movie trailer with Tom Holland being there yes. specifically? Yeah, it's time to see that. Yeah, it's time. It's definitely time. Like they, with the 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 the, the constant delays and you know the falling out of all the directors, it is time. And now that it's finally kind of set that they got the date and there's no more pushbacks. Yeah, it's time. 
Mm. It can't be yeah. less offensive than the Monster Hunter trailer that was just happened. Oh yeah, we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Please, why That's would they do stuff. that though? I'm not going to say why well, it was because it was really offensive. Well, because that's what they do. It's Hollywood. They don't think people will take offense to things like that anymore because it's all in the name of entertainment. But they clearly don't understand. They should have looked at Mulan very carefully and saw how badly butchered that movie is compared to the animated movie because of what China wanted them to do with that movie. And they should have known, don't do anything that offends China. Yeah, so yeah, that movie is officially banned right now in China oh, until wow. they re-release a different version of the movie without that terrible joke in it. Um, Can we get they, that's pretty everywhere. much what they said. Just, just because. Because <laughs> that movie is probably as trashy as it can be. <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, I don't know why they're in the desert. That's what kills me. It's like they really can't afford a different location. Not one thing about that tells me monster. Yeah, Monster Hunter has a desert location, but like, really, is this just so you can make easier CG and easier fights? Like, I don't understand. Terrible, terrible location. I mean, yes, but imagine they're <laughs> down in the forest. Yeah. They could have been like, we we can't show the monster because it's behind trees. Even cheaper. Uh, which means you could use animatronics instead of CGing the whole goddamn movie. Mm. Oh well. Um, but thoughts on on the others? Uh, um, Brie Larson. Do do we see Captain Marvel revealed for Avengers here? Because that game is in desperate need of something, and Kate Bishop is not it. <laughs> and Miss Marvel is. Yeah, Miss Marvel doesn't um, sell anything. Well, Miss Marvel's already in the game. I I'm mean, talking about Captain Marvel. Captain, but still, Captain Marvel is not going to sell anything. It's true. Nothing is going to sell unless it's a dude with three claws on his hands. Oh <laughs> that's my what's going to sell. I'm no, sorry, but that's gonna what's going to sell. Iron, sell. Man. <laughs> Iron Man, Captain America. Iron Man was, you know, well, no, they've already in the game. Um, uh, Spider-Man will sell. But Spider-Man is going to be free anyway. Remember, yeah, all these characters free. are free, so you have to look at what is going to get people to play the game. Spider-Man. On yeah. one system. <laughs> yeah. That's more than the systems they've got right now. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. true. <laughs> one system's better than zeros. I mean, I would play as Captain Marvel if I can wear her original outfit. So that's my favorite one. Um... Yeah. Yeah, I keep saying it. X Men. That is the only thing that'll save that game. The X Men. At this point, the X Men is the only thing that'll save anything Marvel related. People aren't even hyped for the movies anymore. Believe it or not. (laughs) I don't know. I think a lot of people are hyped now that there's been a break. I'm hearing a lot more like Simon now that we've we've not had like the because we had a flood of Marvel movies. Yeah, ten years, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Murder. Yeah. I'm really hyped yeah. for more Marvel movies because I'm I miss going to the cinema. It's the only thing I go to the cinema for. So. Yeah, I guess. But with no updates coming from Marvel about their movies, it's kind of pissing people off. 
right. at this point. I mean, at yeah. least they have one division to look forward to in January. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I know the Hawkeye TV show is filming currently right now. There's been yeah. some behind-the-scenes yeah. pictures taken, so people can mm-hmm. look forward to that. Um, we've got the Loki Falcon. Falcon and the Winter Soldier has been delayed indefinitely, apparently. I don't know why, because that was supposed to come out back in August. Um, they haven't even... I'm, I think they filmed about 70% of that, but I don't know if they've resumed filming since. Uh, Loki's in the limbo. They haven't even begun filming that. Yeah. So who knows when that's going to happen. Um, or if it's even going to happen at this point. But yep, <clears throat> It's funny, because like... They're filming these movies. Like they're getting ready to film Thor: Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're filming these movies, but none of them are getting a release date or a release window. Um, are they just gonna bombard us with these movies? Because Black Widow, I'm still waiting for that. That movie's finished. It's been done for a year now. Yeah. It was supposed to release back in June or May, I think. Um, but yep. they're not saying if they're even gonna release it on Disney Plus, like, they did move on. Obviously, nobody wants to release their movies on these streaming services. They want to release them in theaters. Yep. Um, but right now, what Warner Brothers is doing is essentially putting everybody on notice. It's like, we have to do this because America is dumb. They don't know how to not get infected at this point. Hello. They just, they just refuse to listen. They just refuse to listen to what people, the scientists are telling them. So, hey, England, too. yeah, everybody, the whole world at this point is just failing miserably. Up, we're still going up, but, um, we're, you know, we, we, we're going out of lockdown. We've gone out of lockdown for Christmas because, you know, COVID celebrates Christmas. Ugh. They compared the Christmas, right? This is UK government, right? They compared the Christmas break lockdown to the World War One like, Christmas Day thing. <laughs> wow. That's stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. B- bombs falling on you is totally the same thing as wear a goddamn mask. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, we just sing <sighs> Christmas carols to the COVID and it'll disappear. So sad what we've come to. Um, yeah, but sorry, to go off tangent really quickly, for those who don't know, Warner Brothers and HBO have announced that every Warner Brothers movie releasing in 2021 will be available the same day in theaters and HBO Max. Um, The HBO Max versions will be available only for 30 days, so you have a whole month to watch them before they go away. But hey, that's unprecedented. You're looking at, obviously, Wonder Woman is this year. You're looking at The Matrix 4, the Mortal Kombat movie reboot. Um, Dune, which is pretty goddamn huge. Um, I think you have another DC movie releasing next year as well. I don't remember which one now. But you have Godzilla vs. King Kong also releasing. These are massive movies. These are billion-dollar movies that are going to release for free for people who have a subscription to HBO Max. Uh It's a big move. It's a move that clearly Disney's not going to do. They had the chance to do with Mulan, and they said, oh, well, you can buy it for $30 through premium I stuff. I, I think I prefer the buy in it, but I wish it wasn't a DRM on it. Uh, I would pay $30 for the movie, to be honest. 
Well, that's how much they pretty much cost these days anyway. Um, in some places, unfortunately. No, I would prefer to buy it too. Uh, but I would prefer my movies to be physical. I don't really care to buy... Uh, see, I, I don't buy physical movies. don't think I've bought when, a physical when it, movie in years. I buy specific movies in physical. Like, if it's a movie I absolutely love or enjoy, oh, yeah. I want to have a physical copy of it. Um, no, like, yeah, I, sure, buy, but, I buy all the DC... I buy all the DC comics movies, like physical yeah. form. Uh, so obviously, eventually, they're all going to come out in on Blu-ray and DVD. So I'll be able to buy it, but at least I'll be able to enjoy it and watch it. Like Christmas Day, that's the first thing I'm doing is watching Wonder Woman. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You know, stream it on I'll probably even stream it on Discord. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be banned permanently from everything. <laughs> <laughs> I might even stay up until midnight and watch it then. But it's going to happen. So. Mm-hmm. HBO, you want my money? Bring it over to England somehow. I don't know why they don't. Dude. That's so dumb. Watch it. AMC, AMC complained about this to Warner Brothers, didn't they? They made a complaint. No, AMC complained to Disney because they released Mulan on Disney Plus and AMC, the head no. of AMC Theaters was shown destroying the no, the standee Warner, poster of Mulan. They've made a complaint about Warner Brothers as well recently. No. Because supposedly there was well, an agreement with um, Warner Brothers with Wonder, Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. But there was no agreement for any other game, every, any other movie this, that year. Well, yeah, theaters were closed. Look, I'm sorry, but I, I understand AMC is a big, you know, theater chain. I mean, they have their own channel. Hell, they have their own freaking subscription service as well, AMC+. Plus. Um, But I understand that they're pissed. They're losing uh, stupid amounts of money on this. Mm-hmm. But what can you do? You know, you can well, open up your theater. You can have that movie play. Like, they can have Wonder Woman playing in their theater. But if they're not guaranteeing safety nobody's gonna fucking go well what they could and how do, how is, can you guarantee safety what they could do is you said they got their own streaming service right yes why don't they find a way to partner with hbo max and have it that done it that way have it still stream on hbo because you know they must have already had this like security stuff set up and then mm-hmm. like oh if you're paying to amc you can gain access to Wonder Woman on the HBO streaming service. And while you're part of that, maybe you want to sub to HBO and access all these other wonderful shows slash movies slash whatever that well, they have. I don't know. Well, Ben, I will tell you why. It's because they have a partnership with Hulu, which for those who don't know, Hulu is owned by Disney. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So Again, the AMC Plus shows are on Hulu. It, the AMC Plus movies are, and shows are on Hulu. Walking Dead, all that stuff is on Hulu. So. That's your problem. Warner Bros. is like, uh, you have a partner with our competitor. Why would we partner with you? The bridge, I'm telling you, that is the bridge to everything. <laughs> I can have Wolverine fight the Joker while Thor is in the background fighting Kratos while Master Chief eats popcorn. You know what that is? That sounds like Ready Player One to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. You know what it is? It's the ultimate Smash Bros. Oh my god. 
the true Smash Brothers that everybody wants? Smash Brothers <laughs> might be every Nintendo character, but Fortnite is every everything. Every every character. Yeah, I won't be surprised if a Fortnite character appears in Smash Brothers sooner than later. I'm expecting a Fortnite character in Master Chief. Not yeah, in that next Halo game. Yeah, I don't know if it's playable, but um, you know, it's, yeah, Halo is all about sci-fi stuff. I'm expecting like there be in, in one of the multiplayer maps, maybe like a computer with like a Halo, like a Fortnite loaded onto the. Uh, yeah, just somewhere <laughs> hidden. Uh, well, quickly moving on, um, Forbes. We all know Forbes, right? Big, yeah. the big. That, it, that blocks ad. Add, yeah, adblock and it's annoying. <laughs> Anyways, Forbes has officially called the Xbox Series X 2020's biggest gaming disappointment. <laughs> wow. Um. Uh. I don't know. It's funny, <laughs> but also not. <laughs> not funny. I mean, I, I this would... is hilarious. I would have gone with the NVIDIA graphics cards. I'll be honest. Uh, hell, just the PC uh, graphics card market is my biggest disappointment of 2020. Forbes says that thanks to Microsoft's platform-wide OS, a lack of optimized games, as well as the comparatively decent technical performance of the One X that came before it, there's nothing particularly stunning about the Series X in 2020. Save for its monolithic design, it doesn't feel exciting just an inevitable upgrade for gamers like me who've bought into microsoft's gaming ecosystem i have to agree <laughs> when it comes to 2020 it is a massive disappointment um, oh, yeah. they just have nothing um obviously halo infinite was supposed to be the big one it was supposed to be a launch title we saw how that turned out microsoft saw how that turned out that game has been delayed at this point indefinitely, uh, but it's probably going to release next year. Um, and who knows when the rest of their games are going to come out. Um, I don't see Fable coming out in 2021. State of Decay 3, I doubt that one as well. Um, yeah. They showed those games in CG form, uh, but I don't see them coming next year. I, it's just too big of a project. Um, so what does Microsoft even have for next year then? Is the big question. Uh, Forza, most likely. We know Wait. that. Um, whatever well, exclusive... Is that talks of Starfield being 2021? I doubt it, but... You know. <sighs> Possibly. Possibly. As an open beta, maybe. Or as a... What's it called? Um, an early access. I can see it happening. Um... But it's hard. It's hard to really think about what Microsoft will have when it comes from first party next year. Uh, maybe Hellblade 2? Maybe? Um, obviously, we're still in 2020, so I can't really say what they're going to have. But I think the games that people are necessarily looking at from Microsoft, um, their big standout games and their hey, biggest like, franchises, I don't see year. happening. Yeah, Halo is the only one you can really imagine will be next year, but the fact that that game is going through a massive rework, they've lost another studio head since that reveal, that disastrous reveal they had. Um, 
they got a whole bunch of former Naughty Dog devs, now part of 343 Studios, to work on Halo Infinite. They're doing everything they can to uh, save face with that game. Come on, Naughty Dog. Put, like, the secret Fat Drake reference into that game. <laughs> I, I want to see Donut Drake somewhere. Donut. Oh but don't, we can't call him Drake because copyright. Call him Donut. Drake Donut is a regular Drake. name. You can't copyright the name. Yeah, but <laughs> he looks a lot like him and has the same name. Call him Donut Droke. Donut oh my god. Droke. Oh my god. Man. Uh, Donut Drokeman. There you go. But yeah, uh, we've also seen third-party games outperforming uh, the Xbox Series X version on the PS5. Microsoft has, for the first time, at least for the first time I've ever seen, essentially acknowledged the fact that games are running less impressive on their system. And they're looking into the reason why. Um, I can tell you why, but I don't think you'll like it. <laughs> I can really um, tell you why as well. But let's see. For me, it's Essentially, you have so much horsepower that people don't know what to do with it. Um, Ed, for those who remember, was on this podcast and he talked about why the PS5 was going to be better. Um, and his analogy was essentially race cars. You can have the fastest F1 car, but you put me behind it or Alfonso, they're not going to know how to fucking drive an F1 car. you know. But you put a slightly less powerful F1 car up against it with a professional driver Who's going to win? Yeah. This is what's happening here. <laughs> 16 teraflops, whatever the teraflops you want to talk about, you can have as much as you want, but if people don't know how to utilize it, they're not going to do anything with it. What people don't understand, the it sounds like big numbers between the two of them, but mm -hmm. the difference between the PS5 and Series X is actually less than the difference to the PS4 and Xbox One. There's, a, there's yep. less of a difference between the two consoles than even the last gen. So, yeah. So why is it underperforming? I, the big question. I, I, this will sound weird because it's a really useful feature on PC. Um, and it's very useful on consoles probably as well, but I think it's causing developers to get a bit lazy. Uh, <laughs> there's something called variable refresh rate. Uh, which, if your console is running under a specific, like, say you're aiming for 60 frames and you, you're hitting 40 frames, it does some, like, magicry and it makes it look like it's 60 frames. Uh, I feel like they're trying to rely, like, because we know that a lot of the issues are, like, higher frame rate games. I feel like they're rely, trying to rely on that far more than they should be. It should be a feature mm -hmm. that's there if need be, not a feature that you kind of like use like to make sure your game is running. So, yeah. Also, I suppose yeah. their development kits came out late. The Series X ones? Yeah. I heard they came out even before the PlayStation ones did. People had access to the Xbox ones before Sony sent theirs out. Yeah, but it was, it's, it was, never, it was not finalized. If you understand what I mean. Oh, uh, okay. They had the kits, but it was just like, it has some of these specs, kind of. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you can also look at it as, you know, the excuse that so many people find, like, well, it's COVID, they didn't have 
you know, time to optimize things, this and that, people working from home. It's like, in a way, that's true. But yeah. then you look at, you know, Demon Souls, it's like they're working from home, and look what they were able to pull off. You know, I know you look you at... Guys, I know it's not a new game, but look at Fantasy XIV. <laughs> they, yeah, they had the first the first patch when COVID happened. It got um, The patch got delayed a month. But since that, every other patch has been on time now. Well, mm-hmm. it's delayed a month, but you know what I mean. It's the three-month cycle. Yeah, if anything, it's all your terrible Microsoft programs not working properly. <laughs> or your Zoom and Skype and... Not Zoom, sorry. Skype and all the other Microsoft voice video stuff that constantly goes down or breaks and all sorts of bad shit happens. I don't want to bring up COVID again in a way, but... Oh, I don't know if you know, know this, but um, there was a big spike in, like, uh, UK numbers uh, about a month ago. We found out why. It's because instead of using like an actual database, our government was using Microsoft Excel and they ran out of spreadsheet slots. So rather wow. than get a new spreadsheet, they just, it just sort of glitched. Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've said it once. And I'll be happy to say it again. Microsoft should stick to software because that's what they're good at. Ben, you've already talked about how great Game Pass is. I see how great Game Pass is. Stick to that. You are not good at hardware. You can make amazing, powerful things, but you don't even know yourself how to utilize those powerful things. The fact that Infamous Second Son, essentially a PS4 launch title in a way, looks better than almost everything you produced and released on the Xbox One. How? (laughs) Stick to software. You know what you're doing with software. Don't do hardware. You're failing at it. Badly. (sighs) Alrighty. I think that's it. Cyberpunk is coming out. On Game Award Day. So who's going to watch Game Awards when they're creating giant dongs Um, and their penis enlarging in Cyberpunk? (laughs) I'm waiting for PS5, so... (laughs) Ben, you're also waiting for PS5, right? Yeah, I want my PS5 Pro that got teased. (laughs) I mean, I I would talk about that, but I can't seem to find the info on our site here. Oh, here it is. (laughs) <laughs> PS5 Pro model with a dual GPU could be in the works, suggests a new patent by Sony, filed by Sony. I, I, I don't know how I think about this because, spoilers, PC used to have dual GPUs, and spoilers, they're gone now because dual GPUs is it's <laughs> such a hassle. So, <laughs> yeah, you got a performance gain, but... It was rarely worth the amount of money you would spend to get the performance gain. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to go with something they tested, maybe, but never happened. But why file the patent now? Because not... that way no one can steal it anyway. Best to file the <laughs> patent and not have it... Yeah, I mean... Best to file it so the idea can't be stolen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I personally think it's terrible to even consider this 
when people can't even get access to a regular PS5 right now. Um, don't, don't, I don't, I don't, I hope they don't make a PS5 Pro. I really do. I hope it doesn't happen. They don't need to. If you're going to release a new PS5, release a new one with a bigger hard drive. That's really all you need. Um, yeah. And that will cost them more than it will the GPU. <laughs> I care more about that than a Pro. Like, what more Pro do you need? What is it going to do? Your, get your PS5 still can't do true 4K. You know, neither can the Xbox. So when you talk about 8K at that point, it's like, don't go to 8K when you can't even do 4K properly. Don't give me this bullshit that's written on the box, 4K compatible. No, it's not. We all know it's not. So, I just don't see the point of it. At this point, just send me the shell and let me build my own PS5. Because that's essentially what you're doing. <laughs> just send me the case and I'll put shit in there myself. I'd recommend everyone go listen to the SNL sketch sketch that happened recently. So good. It happened yesterday. <laughs> About the PS5, yes. Yeah, That's pretty good. Do. You can see it on our site, psu.com. Go check out Places Universe we'll have with all your news, reviews, and all that good stuff. All that good stuff. And uh, speaking of reviews, I reviewed uh, Dragon Quest Eleven as Definitive Edition. Game of the Generation, I don't care what anybody says, eat my butt is the best. <laughs> 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 Sorry, my Game of the Generation. Because I can't write about Fortnite, even though I still believe Fortnite is the, the game of the generation. Just leave me I mean, alone. I like Dragon Quest. It's amazing. I don't know. And speaking it's, of... It's oh, I was going to say, uh, the original Dragon Quest Eleven is now officially delisted on PSN and Steam. Oh, you can only version. get the de- You can only get the definitive edition. That's it. The crappier version from what I've heard. Uh no, it's it's the better version. It's just graphically slightly less impressive because it's a port of the Switch version. Yeah. But hey, that means that I have three super rare games now because you can't find them unless you buy them physical. Well, yeah. Yes, I have I have three versions of that game. Why? <laughs> hey, don't worry about it. I'm gonna worry because you mentioned it. Why? I, I, I can't I thought... talk about it officially. Oh. I bought, <laughs> look, I've bought two copies of Final Fantasy XIV every expansion, pretty much. So, because okay. I got, yeah, yeah, I got a review copy, a digital review copy, right when the game yeah. for review. Then I bought my collector's edition back when it was on the Square Enix store. Um, and then the third one I can't talk about because I'm not supposed to. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Fair so, enough. Yes. I have three copies. Thanks, Yoshi P. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Yoshi P's Final Fantasy, but. <laughs> uh, did you see he was out drinking with the Grand, Grand Blue guys recently? <gasps> Grand Blue Fantasy? That game was never going to come out, man. I've been waiting for that game for like a billion years. That's pretty cool, though. You Crossover. Crossover. <laughs> yep, there it is. Because you know, 
every time Yoshi P has a crossover with Fantasy 14, it's when he gets drunk with someone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not even joking. He went out and got drinks with the Capcom guys. He went out to drink to get the yokai stuff. It's well known that if you want your game in his game, go out and get drunk with Yoshi P. If you want Perfect. your um, Metal Gear crossover or whatever you want, go go and get Yoshi P drunk. <laughs> I will say yes to that. Do it. Everybody should do it. Silent Hill director. I want some Silent Hill in my Final Fantasy XIV. I want Pyramid Head as a raid boss oh, right now. <laughs> I'm looking forward to fighting the Cloud of Darkness in the next patch. Didn't you already fight the Cloud of Darkness? Yeah, but they're adding the Dissidia version. Oh, the more sexy humanoid half-naked one. Yeah. She's the awesome. first raid boss. Mm. Well, first or second, we don't know. So. Still not better than Kefka, though. Just oh, saying. Was, I love that fight. That was such a good fight, Kefka. I still, Kefka's I know. Sorry for going off on Fantasy fourteen again, but I, I, because there's an ultimate raid in the next, not this patch, but the patch after this, the ultimate raid comes out. Um, and I want them to add the Warring Triad, but then have the Warring Triad end with um, Kefka. Because isn't that how it was in the in the original game, if I'm brightly? Sorry, say that one more time. The Warring Triad. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is Sophia, Zervan, and Sephiroth. The, the, the one where they got copyright streak and buy a company. Yes. Yeah. Mm. I want I want the Warring Triad versus then God Kefka fight at the end. That that's why I want Final Fantasy fourteen. Can I have it, please? God Kefka. <laughs> I mean, another an ultimate version of God Kefka because we already got God Kefka. I want ultimate. I want to do ultimate. You know, it would be cool if they did that fight and like the characters from the actual game came to help you in the middle of the fight. Terra and them. It'd be amazing. Um, quickly, breaking news right now happening. Um, apparently, some cowardly losers who just can't deal uh, decided to hack the Game Awards uh, website uh, and change the voting because The Last of Us 2 had a massive lead over everything else. And they can't deal with the fact that that game is good. <laughs> They want to see it fail because they're angry. Sad. Sad times. So they're trying to essentially change the vote. So I guess Trump was right about something. People do try to change the vote. <laughs> <laughs> I still love that, Unfortunately. that story I read recently about that, that the orange president, well, ex-president now, where he paid $3 million to look for a recount and then Instead of getting more votes for himself, he gave more votes to the other guy. Yep. It's amazing. Nice money. Nice waste of money we have. <laughs> so fun. 
Uh, alrighty, I think that's it. Okay. Yeah. The end of the end. Thanks for joining me, guys. Ben, shout outs. And uh, how like can people shout, reach you? I'd like to shout out to all of you. Thank you for joining me this week, as always. I enjoy our chats. I missed last week, but it was nice to have a break, to be honest. Had a break from Google Go Around as well, so it was just nice to have a week without podcasts. So, but shout out to both Alfonso and Gary because I missed you. Um, Aww, I missed you too, man. Likewise. Uh, and a shout out to anyone that listens, Susan Sprinkles. Uh, just a shout out to anyone that listens. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, uh, MGI is called Chili, by the way. It's my, it's my <laughs> Twitter name. I'll be, I'll be, I don't have a live stream the Game Awards, but I'll be doing my reaction to the Game Awards on our Twitch channel, Moogle Go Around Radio. Nice. Alfonso? Shout out to you guys, like I said. Um, sorry I missed last week. And I'm glad that we're back. I miss you guys. Um, to all listeners, to all followers, continue to follow these guys because they're great at what they do. And you can follow me at AliShan7 on Twitter. Hot stuff. Um, you can reach me at Gagosh, that's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H, on Twitter and other forms of media and social media if I am on it. Um, I'm sorry. I was the reason that the podcast didn't happen last week. I was very busy doing something else, and I just couldn't make time. Sorry, guys. I ruined it for all of you. Well, for the two of you, nobody likes Look, to listen to me sometimes anyway. Sometimes you have to you know, <laughs> video your porn stuff at weird hours. We understand, Gary. Hey, oh it was just that moment where I couldn't control it. It just had to happen at that particular oh time. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wish. No, but yeah, that's it. That's the podcast. It's finished. It's over. Thanks for listening, everybody. Ben will be back to being in charge, and you won't have to listen to me as much next next week. Hopefully. Yeah, once Yokai watches <laughs> over, <laughs> and hey, then they'll bring it back. But I'll see you for the week. I'll see you for the window. Bye, everyone. <gasps> there he is staring at me through his one through my window. <laughs> oh no. Uh.